Welcome to the Wealth Equation Podcast with me, Wealth Ninja, Kristen Walsh. If you want to be wealthy, but money feels like physics and the thought of making a budget makes you want to die, stick around. Here, we break it all down super simply. We demystify wealth so you run your money instead of your money running you. We're here to ditch the hustle, earn more, hold more, and grow more simply. We're coming in hot with practical teachings, deep mindset shifts, and the perfect amount of woo-woo so that you become the kind of woman who creates wealth with ease. Money is a dance party if you let it be. You were born for wealth, and by pressing play, your up-level begins. Hello, my beautiful little butterflies. So today's podcast is possibly one of the most important ones I have ever recorded. You hear me interview some really incredible women with their multi-millions and hear their stories of inspiration around how they built wealth. And there's an important part of our money relationship that we don't always get to talk about. This podcast is about money shame. Money shame comes from a few different places. Shame of not having enough, shame of not knowing what to do with your money, shame of having too much, which is really interesting, right? Now, one of the important things that we do in the work that I do with women is we talk about real shit. I often have clients say, you know, I've never said this to anyone. And they'll say that on coaching calls. We give you the space to share the things that you're afraid to say to your partner, the things you don't feel comfortable asking your friends, the things you can't even type into Google because there is no answer there. We answer tricky questions. We answer the questions you want to ask, like, you know, what do, how do I make sure I'm financially stable if I want to leave my husband? Or my marriage just dissolved after 20 years and it's the first time I've had to ever manage money on my own. Like, what do I do with it all? Or, you know, I'm making more money than my partner and it feels weird. Or I think it's weird for him. Or I am really starting to earn more than all of my friends and I don't know how to navigate that. I feel like some of these relationships are holding me back and I feel guilty for that. You know, there's so much that goes into this money conversation and our relationship with money that we get to talk about before we dive into the numbers. And often these are the conversations and the places that we're actually held back in so many ways. You know, freedom is having the freedom to talk about money, having the freedom to not have to make decisions for the money, not having to show up to dinner and choose what you want to eat based on the price, or having the freedom to take the job that you want to take, even though it pays a little bit less, because you don't have to make decisions for the money. You get to make decisions from a place of alignment. And when it comes to money shame, I want us all to know there is no shame in what you do or don't know about money. There is no shame in wherever you're at with money. We didn't learn any of this in school, most of us. And you often think that everyone else has it all figured out, but they don't. I remember being in my corporate trading career and I was completely new to the industry. I had never worked in, you know, on in that capacity or that kind of role. And I had so much to learn. And I'm a very curious person by nature. And I ask a lot of questions. And when I first arrived, I would ask a lot of questions to my colleagues. And, you know, our desk was very small. And one of the guys who had been there, he was, you know, next in line in seniority to me. He had been there seven years before making his way onto the trading desk. And I would ask him lots of questions. And I 
began to realize that a lot of the questions I was asking him, he didn't know the answers to. And they were really basic questions. And I realized he had spent seven years at the company and a lot of the time just walking around like he knew all the answers because he was too afraid to ask the question. He would have rather looked like he knew than risk looking dumb and actually find out the answer. And I actually think that is how so much of the world operates. You wouldn't believe how many people I have conversations with, you know, especially when it comes to people that, you know, invest, invest a lot or have fancy trading strategies or, you know, look on the surface like they know how it, you know, have it all figured out. And they're actually losing money when you dig a little deeper. And so I want you guys all to know that everyone you think has it all figured out probably doesn't. <laughs> and that I don't want you that I don't want that conversation or that that belief that everyone has it all figured out and you're the only one to hold you back from actually learning the answer. This stuff gets to be simple when you're willing to ask. The money shame that we have, the shame that we have around, you know, what we do or don't know about money creates avoidance, right? It creates more fear. We don't want to look at the numbers. And I want you guys all to know every single time I sit down with my money and I look at my numbers, I feel better afterward. Clarity gives you confidence. And many women think that they have to choose between earning more and actually figuring out what to do with it. And you don't have to choose. You get to have both. You get to earn a lot of money and we get to focus on all that. And you know exactly what to do with the money that's coming in. So believing that you're going to learn what to do with it once you earn a whole bunch more is really like moving into a house or it's it's like ordering a whole bunch of furniture before you find a house to move into. You just you have a whole bunch of furniture. You're going to have to give it all away. Because what you really want is you want to have somewhere to put it. You want to be clear on where all of this stuff is going. <clears throat> so the work that we do, think of it like Marie Kondo for your money. It feels so good when you have clarity, when you have things organized. Like think about living in your most luxurious life with the juiciest, comfiest, coziest furniture and having everything set up exactly the way you want it. So that every single day you wake up in this house and feel fucking amazing. We also have a lot of shame around spending. You know, we have all these beliefs or these thoughts around we should be spending on this and we shouldn't be spending on that. And we actually, I think most of us have this idea that we shouldn't be spending at all, <laughs> which is crazy, right? Money is literally made to be spent. Why else are you making it? People often will ask me, you know, a fixed percentage of their income that they should or should be spending on different in different places. And I actually don't ever prescribe a fixed percentage of anything because it's important that you know how to make aligned decisions that are right for you. And if you think about it, I could tell you, you know, spend 30% of your income on clothes. Well, what happens when we double or triple your income in a couple of months? Are you going to triple what you're spending on clothes? Maybe, maybe not. Same with your house, right? You don't necessarily have to spend more in your house just because you're earning more. So rather than thinking about, you know, I need to spend a fixed percentage on this or that, I want you to be thinking that every dollar is a choice and every dollar gets to be a really fun choice. No shaming yourself for what you spent on in the past. 
when you know why you're spending the way that you're spending, it's really easy to make choices when you know where your spending is coming from. And another place that we have so much shame and we have so many stories is the idea of debt. You know, we have this idea that there's some debt that's good debt and some debt that's bad debt. And for so many people that are in debt, whether it's, you know, $1,000 or $100,000, we can feel like the debt is like a debt monster. <laughs> like It's this weight that is just we're carrying around and we're dragging this debt monster through life. We have stories that we can't invest and pay off debt at the same time, which is crazy. It's I guess it's not crazy, but it's not true. And we have different stories about what debt means. Now, imagine I told you my friend Cindy has 30 grand of debt. And she got that debt from being in school where she's studying to become a, a doctor that helps impact people's lives. And so she took on this debt, and that's why. Now, imagine I told you that my friend Cindy has 30 grand worth of debt, and she didn't get that debt from being in school, but she racked it up because of her shoe shopping addiction. Now, you have a very different perception, perspective of Cindy in story A versus story B. But the reality is that she has 30 grand in debt. And so you can make up all kinds of stories about what debt means or about what money means. But free from all those stories, it's just simple math. And maybe Cindy decides that she doesn't want to be spending so much money on her Manola Blahniks going forward. And free from all the stories, it's just simple math. You get to look at the 30 grand. 30 grand is just a number. You get to say, what are my interest rates? We look at how you can reduce those interest rates, like what that, what that easy place is to make that happen, and how quickly you want to pay it off. And then you just start paying it. Shaming myself about the debt that I was in didn't help me pay it off any quicker. <laughs> it actually held me back from doing that because it made me avoid my money. It's so interesting, the stories that we have about all of this. I think one of the most insidious stories that we have around money shame is the shame we have around earning too much. How crazy is it that we don't even feel safe to celebrate our wins? And I think this is something that really impacts so many women, especially. Because let's be honest, guys, society doesn't give us the same space to celebrate our wins. They don't reward women for being wealthy. They don't, no one's clapping along the way. Yes, in containers like this, in circles of women, we get to celebrate one another, but it's not always the norm. Why don't we talk about money? It's fascinating, right? It's literally the single resource you need every single day of your life to create everything from basic survival needs to the things that you really desire. And for some reason, it's weird that we talk about it. <laughs> like, nah. No one really taught us in school how to be responsible with it. And when we aren't willing to talk about it, we can't figure out how to be skilled with it. We, when we aren't willing to talk about it, we don't know how to do anything with it except spend it. Imagine if we were, if we felt free to talk about money in the same way we talked about our favorite TV shows or new workouts we were excited about. 
Imagine if you could talk about your investments the same way you talked about your favorite podcasts or books. Like, how fun would that be? You're making lots of money. You're sharing it with your friends. You're sharing ideas. And you're all growing together. I've been thinking about why people are so hesitant to start investing. And I think part of it is because they think that it's optional. They think it's optional because we didn't learn it in school. So people think, well, certainly, if we needed to do this, if it was that necessary, that mission critical, they would have taught us this in school. It's like a necessary life skill. That's definitely what I thought. In most of my 20s, there are so many things they didn't teach us in school that are critical for a successful and happy life. How to help have a healthy relationship, for example. <laughs> Something I didn't learn until many years later. Managing your mental health, your emotional well-being, all of these things. That your mindset and your thoughts and beliefs are directly related to what you create in life. I never learned that in school. That your body can influence your health and well-being, or even how to drive a car. They taught us how to calculate the area of a parallelogram. They taught us quadratic equations, but they didn't teach us one of the most important things you need for a happy, healthy, successful life, how to understand your money and grow it. We were also led to believe that the financial services industry will help us. Now, listen, guys, I'm going to say this because it needs to be said. And this is not going to make me popular with a large majority of people. But the financial services industry doesn't make a lot of money because they're great at investing your money. They make a lot of money because either way, they charge you a shit ton. There are so many fees that you don't know about when it comes to financial advisors, financial services professionals. There are five types of fees you need to know about. It's simple once you know them. You can always find them. And usually only one of those fees are even visible, if at all. Two of them add up exponentially over time, they, which means they get bigger and bigger and bigger every year. And they literally cost you your wealth. The crazy thing is that no one tells you what these fees are. They definitely don't show you what they add up to. And it is completely unclear how it actually works. We're going to talk about all this in the Net Worth Masterclass I'm running next week. But if you're listening to this after that and you, you didn't catch the Masterclass, we go through all of this inside of Women's Money Mastery. And once you know it, you can't unknow it. Now, I don't have a problem with any industry or any person or any company charging whatever they want. If you provide a service, you provide value for people, you can charge whatever you desire. And if people are going to pay it, amazing. But when you're misleading people or not disclosing what they're being charged, I think there's a problem. People need to know what they're actually paying. In the same way that when you show up to buy a car, you don't buy it before you know the price. <laughs> they tell you how much you're going to pay, and then you get to decide if that is in alignment for you. It doesn't matter whether the car is 10 grand or 100 grand. There's no right or wrong way to buy the car, but you get to decide with all the information. And I think that's really, really important. I want you guys to know that the system, you know, society in general, isn't designed to support your highest growth. It's not actually designed to get you rich either. And it doesn't need to be. I want you to know that you can be wealthy regardless of how the system is constructed. 
because you get to learn all the things you need to learn to just make the moves you need to make. You can be as wealthy as you desire. And you deserve to be. You being wealthy is good for the world. Think about the ripple effect of you being as wealthy as you desire. You are literally rewiring generational patterns for your daughters, for your daughter's daughters. The impact of the money you earn goes so much further than you. The people that you impact with your business, the lives that you change through being wealthy and and giving to the causes that matter to you, through what you can do with your family because you don't have to worry about money. You don't have to make decisions based on money. You get to make decisions on what is going to create a fulfilling life for you and all of them. Think about the other humans who are inspired by seeing your growth. It is insane. I want you to know, everyone listening to this, you were literally born for wealth and nothing has changed. Thanks to everyone tuning in. It's such a vibe to be with you here every week. And we just dropped the dates for a brand new masterclass I'm over the fucking moon about. Net worth, the simple path to a million plus. Building wealth isn't just about making more money, although we love that, right? It's about what you do with the money you make. Is it staying? Is it growing? Inside of this free training, you'll find the difference between making money and building wealth. You'll see all the places you're losing money. You'll learn all the things the finance industry doesn't want you to know. These things took me years to learn and uncover on my own. You'll learn how to make this happen for yourself and why anyone can do it. We're going to make some money, babies. Get ready. And prepare for the most powerful year you've ever had. Just jump into the show notes to RSVP and scoop your spot now.